The following program contains language and subject matter that is adult in nature. Discretion is advised. Okay, there we go. What are you waiting for? Do it! Triple M. So Jimmy Barnes last night um, on Q&A. I thought he did a pretty good job, in case you missed it. Good evening, and welcome to q and I'm Tony Jones, and joining us tonight, Deputy Nationals Leader Fiona Nash, author and comedian Magna Zabanski, rock and roll legend Jimmy Barnes, Jimmy. outspoken Tasmanian Senator Jackie Lambie, and the manager of opposition business Tony Burke. Please welcome our panel. Our very first question tonight. Okay. Jimmy, you've experienced the harsh struggles associated with migrating to Australia. Great me when I come out like, I don't go to school and they say, boy, you want to go to Australia? I say, you Australia? Great it. Jimmy. I'm going to, thank you very much. I'm going to move to next question. Hi, Jimmy. I just wondered what it was like doing the final performances in Sydney's Entertainment Centre. Hey, we want to do some show. I don't want to go up, but we're going to have the kids with And I come out and say, Jimmy, I'm going to go up today. Yeah, man. We've got a question on that. Uh, hello, Mr. Jimmy. Uh, I was just wondering if you have a, a favorite Mexican food. I'm the Mexican We've got a question. Uh, actually, it's on a slightly different subject. Hey, Jimmy. What do you think about the conspiracy theory about Hillary Clinton having a body double? Please thank our panel, Fiona Nash, Magnus Zabaski, Jimmy Barnes, Jackie Lambie and Tony Burke. You're listening to the Rubber Room Podcast. You can listen to us weeknights, 7 to 10 p.m. on Triple M. Hey, Alex is here from thebigsmoke.com.au. You're going to be picking up this new iPhone then? No. Why is that? I'm boycotting it. Are you? Why? Because I actually found out, you know how they've got these wireless earphones? You can actually plug something in an adapter so you can have earphones. Did you know that? I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. I just knew that it didn't have a headphone jack and people are outraged. people are really upset. And rightfully so. Well, because that's how I catch my phone from smashing, is my earphones. Oh, is that the reason? That's how I... Not to listen to the the rubber room. Yeah, just to make sure it doesn't bounce down the stairs. But, you know, a lot of people are saying and share prices are dropping for Apple at the moment. So a lot of people are saying that this could be a real decline for the company and Steve Jobs is turning in his grave. That's what some commentators are saying. Yeah, well, you know, that's what happens when you get downloaded. (laughs) Apparently there were a whole bunch of things from Apple that didn't work. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, like, we forget about the fact that Apple Pippin, which was their game console, came out in 96. Right. It sold maybe 12,000 units around the world. Yeah. It was trying to take on Nintendo and Sega, Master System and those game consoles. Just didn't work. They've also brought out really elaborate computers, those really heavy big ones that you would have seen in the late 80s, early 90s, and they would bring out special editions for like $8,000. Wow. And they just didn't work. And then the thing I think that really symbolises a big failure for Apple is when they brought out the U2 branded iPod. They downloaded the entire box set of U2 onto the iPod. You had to pay right. $50 extra. Right, it's just different than getting the album for free. They signed the back of the iPod. Right, I didn't even know this it. existed. Oh, no. really? In 2004? Yeah. No, I know that they tried to put their album on. But that was on. iTunes. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, that, was that different? Just, well, that was different because everybody had to have that, but this was an iPod you'd have to buy. Right. That was 
YouTube rant. I didn't know that happened. In that case, you think that you two would have seen the repercussions of that and not decided to allow their album to be streamed, which people hated as well. It was around the same time. So it was like a double whammy of a What's deal. What's wrong with them? They just love the money. But yeah. it was a black and red iPod. See, that's the point, kids. Not everything's black and red these exactly. days. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> Thank you. you. In a building tall With a stone wall around There's a rubber room When a man sees things and hears sounds It's not there He's headed for The rubber room Today's disease of the day is dedicated to amnesia from the Greek, which means forgetfulness. Essentially, amnesia is a loss of memory. It can either be a long-term loss of memory or short-term memory loss. Amnesia, our disease of the day. Oh, yes, hello. I've been uh, diagnosed by my doctor as having um, amnesia, just mild amnesia. Um, And I'm just wondering what the medication would be for that. Um, Has the doctor prescribed anything? Yes, he said to give the chemist a call. Oh, okay. I'll just check then. Won't be a moment. Right, thank you. Hey there. Hello. Yeah, I just spoke to the pharmacist. Um, And... The only sort of things that you could take are like your herbal preparations. Um, there's ginkgo or brahmi's another one as well. I'm sorry, who is this? Who, who are you talking to? Yeah, sorry, what, what can I do for you? You could take brahmi or you could take ginkgo. I'm, I'm sorry, why did you call? No, no, you called me. Is that you, Betty? Are you looking for Dad? No. I think you've got the wrong number then. I'm sorry? I think you may have the wrong number. Did, uh, didn't you ring me? No, you rang me. What okay. can I do for you? No, you phone me. Um, what about? I'm always excited, speaking as a fellow Guinness Book of World Record holder myself, when the world's records come out the Guinness Book of World Records for this year Sylvia's on the phone so I mean things like the Leaping Llama that's what I'm talking about the Leaping Llama it's 1 metre 13 or 3 feet 8.5 inches the owner was a dog trainer and she had an unsociable very unsociable llama and she tried to bring him around and by doing that he became very attentive and then she was starting to teach him tricks and now he can jump up over all sorts of bars everywhere that's the kind of pet that you need <laughs> yes yes well, then again and you could also have the longest cat in the world. Just over 3 foot 10, yeah, 0.6 or 118.33 centimetres. And we've also got an Australian one in there for the most tricks in a minute. You know, this is what I like about the Guinness Book of Records. It's open to everything, even the dog with the longest tail. And it is a long tail, isn't it? 76.8 centimetres, yeah. You don't necessarily have to have a skill. However, no. if you have the largest golf tee in the world... Oh, you know, you could have the biggest rocking chair, largest set of knitting needles, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> that is very true about the book. So it's what your interest or talent or what you like to do. So that 
that's the reason they're missed years the edition. We've got over 4,000 and each year 80% of them are fresh new ones. And the new section that we've got, do try this yourself at home. There's lots of things that people can have a look at. What happens to me quite often is people ask me what I think they should do and it is do what you're good at section now so that people can look through if there's something that interests them. Some suggestions like the 61 yeah. foot pitchfork or the youngest bearded <laughs> lady or even the most tattooed pensioner. And her partner happens to be the most tattooed pensioner in the male section as well. Great. Or most mustard drunk in 30 seconds. So you could do 416 grams. You know, it depends what's your thing. You know, there's lots of different challenges. But also, it's just interesting reading to see what other people like to do. Great pictures and there are there's a plethora of things to look at. Well, I hope I'm still in there for the most amount of TV set thrown out of the window in a minute. <laughs> You could even be in the Gamers Edition. Who knows this year's new Gamers Edition? Thanks, Sylvie. Thanks so much. Guinness Book of Records 2017 edition is out soon. And yes, I'm in there for the phenomenon of the world record for having the most amount of TV sets thrown out of a hotel window, which we did in the UK, and it's still in there. If you bought yourself a brand new plasma TV for Christmas and you're wondering what to do with your old set, a radio station has offered a solution, although you probably won't want to try it for yourself. Listeners to Kerrang! were treated to a world record attempt for the number of TVs thrown out of a window in true rock star tradition. This morning's breakfast show hurled out as many old tellies as they could in three minutes. Yeah, well, they managed 61, which did set a new world record. Very rock and roll, that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I once opened a tin of cashew nuts in a, in a mini bar in a hotel and left the top off. That's, That's the most crazy. rock and roll thing I've done. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're a wild man. <laughs> yeah. So they came out of a meeting where we said, what are we going to do? Throw TV sets out the window. And lo and behold, asking people to bring in TV sets by the end of the week, reception area at the radio station, packed, jammed with them. So two things to take away from that. Any idiot can get in the Guinness Book of World Records. But also that it's not just an Australian thing that the newsreader and the weather reporter can never get any chemistry or Awkward actually conversations yeah actually have a conversation with each other it is. oh yeah 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 i once opened a tin of cashew nuts in a, in a mini bar in a hotel and left the top off that's, that's the most crazy. rock and roll thing i've done that's crazy yeah, yeah I don't know. you're a wild man <laughs> yeah and tim will be back with the weather later that's crazy hi this is ozzy osborne in the rubber room with ugly phil i'm gonna come down there and bite his Slipknot, special guests, Lamb of God, touring October. Tickets and VIP packages on sale now at livenation.com.au. And we got tickets to go and see Slipknot. All you got to do is guess the song knot. Here's your clue. All right, need to know what song we're singing over the top of that. John? How are you? Tracy's still there? No, she's out of the room. You don't Tracy. trust her? Oh, I heard it. She came back in. Hello, Tracy. So what song was it we were singing over the top of that instrumental, John? Money, money, money. Yeah, what did we sing over the top of it, though? We knew money, money, money was the instrumental version. What was over the top of that? Oh, oh I don't know. You should have asked Tracy. Come on, Bob, you know it. Right, how are you? Good, mate. How are you going? What do you think? I reckon it's Dreadlock song. By J.J. I don't even know or that. J.J. or whatever. You're not thinking of Dreadlock know. Holiday by 10CC? 
Oh, it might be. I don't like cricket. Oh, no, I love no, it. No, not that one? No. It doesn't matter because it's not either of those anyway. I'm sorry. Oh, crap. Gabriel, how are you? Not too bad, mate. How'd you go? Black Sabbath, Iron Man. Are you a fan of Slipknot, incidentally? You know what? I, I'm just a little bit of a fan, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Because I wouldn't want to give tickets to someone who's not a big fan. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, exactly. But can Don't I say this? Dude, this is absolutely bizarre. How much of that song did we actually play of the lyrics? Like, less than three seconds? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Probably would have been like ten words or something, I, right? No, less than that. I'll give you seven. And it was over the top <laughs> of another song. Yeah, Abba threw me. Didn't fool you, you're going to Slipknot. Woohoo! <laughs> That's awesome. Awesome, mate. Can't wait. That's sick. You and a friend checking out Slipknot. You're also in the running for the ultimate VIP upgrade, which we'll draw next Friday. That's you and three mates. You get the early entry package. You'll get to get to the floor before everybody else, so you can get right to the front. You get the tour gift from Slipknot and the tour laminate and the designated check-in with our on-site event staff. Slipknot and you in the same place. Wow, that would be amazing. <laughs> You will know him by the name of the beast. Ugly Phil. Triple M, the rubber room. Let's hear from Corey Taylor. Of all the faces I hate, yours is the most recent. (laughs) (laughs) Did the fans call you the not Corey? Oh, yeah. The not, the nine, the craziness. The slippers. Yeah, that. Yeah, the slip guy. Or as I call it, the slap canuts, which, you know, it's nice, you know, because it it changes it up a little bit. Last year would have been probably one of the band's biggest years, wouldn't it? Yeah. After everything that kind of happened in the last four years, you know, to have this album be as received as it was, uh, have all the shows blow up the way they have. We're extremely grateful. We're really, really lucky. Well, after Paul tragically passed away, I guess you found yourself in a strange place where maybe you thought, was there still an appetite to go on with the band? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was weird, you know? I mean, we, we never thought about hanging it up, but we kind of sat and said, you know, what does it mean now, you yeah. know? So it took us a little time to kind of get our legs back underneath us and figure everything out but you know once we did i mean it was it was full steam ahead once you went back into the studio as well i read that you had ideas and visions of making this very similar to the first album something like that yeah we wanted the spirit of the first album but with like that new maturity you know like that kind of tempered maturity that comes with real life basically you know and especially with the story that we were trying to tell which was basically everything we've we gone through in the last six years, call it. Yeah. We just knew that we had to be able to kind of focus that chaos and get it to the right spot and not have the song suffer, you know? I mean, our, you know, we've always really kind of prided ourselves in knowing what a song needs and that kind of, you know, that spontaneous spirit. So we were able to kind of take all that and cable it together and uh, we pulled it off. And yet still maintain the anger and rage, I guess, as yeah, well. Yeah, and that, and that kind of emotion, it came really easily, yeah. you know, especially talking about our kind of mutual grieving process and everything that we had gone through, not only together, but separately, you know, on our own, yeah. and dealing with the guilt and the selfishness, the anger, yeah. all of that kind of cabled itself together, and we made magic. natural to expect that the women would have more experience with the female orgasm than the men. Of course. So it's not surprising that the women's answers, well, hit the spot. The average female orgasm lasts... Ah. 
See what I did there? I beeped that out. And there's a reason why. Because I thought I'd open it up to you on one triple three five three, The average length of the female orgasm. And I'd be interested to hear from some women as well who may accurately or inaccurately tell me the actual time. Because I thought, for me, it was... Three minutes thirty. I mean, I guess I don't know where I pulled that figure from. I mean, how would I know? How am I ever going to find that out, right? <laughs> One triple three five three. The average length, but and you will be surprised by the answer. But what do you think it is? How are you, Katie? I'm well. How are you? What's your guess? I reckon it's eight to nine seconds. That's incredibly shorter than I expected the time to be. Really? Yeah. No. So you think about eight seconds. Eight to nine, yeah. I don't want to say ten, but I don't want to say eight. So eight to nine, yeah. Tell you in a second, Kate. Okay. Andrew, what's your guess? Hey, mate, how you going? I reckon, I reckon about 17 seconds, mate. 17 seconds to be precise. Yes. Darren, what do you think? Uh, mate, I don't really care how long it takes. And to be honest, because uh, I'll just get the job done and get out of there myself. You see, that's why you're still single. <laughs> hey, Kelly, how are you? What do you think? Hey, it's at least 20 seconds. Uh, and uh, I'm speaking from very recent experience as of about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> You know that thing that people say where they go, too much information? Well, don't let me stop you. Hey, I just surprised my boyfriend after, like, he was working back late, so, uh, you know, it's so both of us. I don't know if working back late is a euphemism, but I'll go with it anyway. <laughs> what are you thinking, Grant? About 30 seconds. 30 seconds? Yep. And is that based on the enjoyment that you and Mrs. Grant have? <laughs> well, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can never figure it out either. Well, let's get to the answer. The average time, according to the sex health guru, of a woman's orgasm is... The average female orgasm lasts from five to seven seconds. There you go! I was absolutely surprised when I found that out. Five to seven seconds. Eh? Why were you surprised? Well, I thought it was about three and a half minutes. Why? What gave you that idea? Well, I just... stuff. Watching the wrong shows is what's happened. <laughs> well, that's the only experience I've got with it. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there's your tonight's medical question answered. But tomorrow's medical question, I think, is even more intriguing, right? Yeah. Whose farts smell worse, men or women? Oh. Dirty Ugly Phil, always a better variety of farm animals. <coughs> Triple M's Rubber Room. There's a wrong number that's just come through. Another wrong number? Yeah. How do we get so many wrong numbers all the time? Hello? Oh, g'day, mate. I, I'm ringing about the weight loss that's in the newspaper. Yeah. Losing weight now. Yeah, sure. How can I help you? I want to lose some weight. Um, not that much. I just, just want to lose a little bit. You know, probably sort of, I know, about seven or eight kilos. Sort of what I, what I want to lose. Um, you know, how does it work and how much does it cost and all that? Well, first you could try by not eating so much. Are you kidding? Don't eat so much. Well, no. I'm, it, it, hang on. I'm thinking about the weight loss thing, mate. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm always Try doing a little bit of exercise as well. Hang on. Mate, where do you get off? I'm ringing you because I want to lose a bit of weight. You're advertising weight loss. What, you just want to offend me? Well, you want to know how to lose weight. Yeah, I do, but I don't, I don't need... Don't eat so much. Do some exercise. Drink less beer. Don't be a fat bastard. 
I really don't. I could go and ring one of the other weight loss people. I saw the ad. But our service is guaranteed. Do you have a credit card that I can get your details off as well, please, sir? I'm giving you my credit card. You haven't given me anything. You haven't given me anything, mate. No, I've given you our services, sir. I don't need to have people get stuck in it. I just want some weight loss. No, I mean, I've, I'm sorry, sir. Stuff. I'm sorry, sir. I've given you our weight loss formula. Eat less, do some exercise. No, it's a joke, mate. You're not getting my business. Bye-bye. No help from some people, is there? Some people call him ugly. Some people just call him Phil. Some people call him ugly. I like to call him ugly Phil. The Rubber Room. Want to buy yourself some used underwear? Well, Alex is in the UK. He can help you with that with his website. Wasn't there something like this on the uh, TV show Orange is the New Black? This isn't a new industry. It's been happening for a long time. Sure. In fact, I'm led to believe that in Japan you can actually buy used underpants from vending machines. Yeah, you can. Have you taken it to a new level? I think we have. And I think what we've done more than anything is um, added a touch of class to the industry. I feel like um, there's a stigma around um, industries like this where it's inappropriate or crude. I feel like we've made a platform where sellers and buyers don't to feel like they're doing something wrong. It's just it's a business. I can't believe anybody could think there was anything untoward about this. It's so beautiful, it almost makes my heart want to burst. <laughs> Only ladies? Ladies for now, but very soon men will be able to list on our site as well. Where do you get the underwear from? Sellers list on our site and list our items, and then buyers come and purchase their said items. Right, okay, so they don't go through your hands at all? No, not at all. You don't ever feel the need to do a quality inspection? <laughs> no, not with this one. Okay, so you're virtually a conduit for people to be able to obtain the underwear. Yep, exactly, yeah. Right, and so how do they do this? I mean, what quality control is there? Well, in this industry, there's so many different niches and people, these buyers want so many different things. And while we do monitor it and we just make sure that nothing is too crude and inappropriate, we allow the sellers to list relatively what they want. And obviously, you don't want anything that's too garnished. Exactly. No, no, no. What kind of prices are you looking at? I mean, let's start at the top end, firstly. A couple of weeks ago, our $5,000 sale went viral. Cosmopolitan picked it up. Um, News.com.au picked it up. 5000 bucks. $5,000. Were they Kate Middleton's? <laughs> I wish she would someday. I think she'd make a bit of money from that. <laughs> That's it. You'd have enough to retire. So where did this platinum pair of pants come from? This pair was um, sold by um, a seller on our site who'd been established there for a while. She had a good following of buyers and she was having a conversation with one of these buyers and this buyer had asked her to, to wear this pair of underwear for three weeks and to which she replied that that's going to cost you five grand and he said yes immediately I'd want her to be playing yeah. squash for that price <laughs> well that's the top end now let's get down to my basement bargain level what are the t- <laughs> the average is about 30 to 50 dollars they're not too expensive and um really make good money are the ones who have a following the ones who've uh, established themselves on the site promote their items do they need to put a photo of their face on there or is that not necessary no, they don't. No. a big thing for us is anonymity we don't want any of the sellers faces showing their names addresses nothing like that that's a big thing for us no that's good and i'm glad because that kind of stuff comes back when you're trying to get a job as a barrister or something they'll yeah, go hang on Exactly. Minute, you know, exactly. I remember buying a pair of your pants once. <laughs> when the mail distribution thing happens, get on my case, get straight to my door, okay. because trust me, you know, I mean, it's just that I've run out of washing powder. So this is going to be brilliant yeah. for me. <laughs> I think you can make a pretty penny on there as well. Yeah, maybe not so pretty if you saw them. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that's enough bad taste for there. Thank you. Bye. Good to talk to you, Alex. And by the way, Sammy X, if anybody wants a pair of mine, they're available now. Through one triple three five three, just call up, yeah. Yeah, okay. Starting price, fifty cents. Uh, five cents maybe. 
That's for the clean pair. That's an ugly, ugly feel. More offensive than Ozzy Osbourne's underpants. Just calm f***ing down, man. Ugly Phil. Triple M, the rubber room. Following that conversation with Alex, we seem to have found ourselves on a conversation about underpants, which is inadvertent and certainly not the direction I expected my day to go in when I woke up this morning. Phil? Hey, Phil, I'm interested in your underwear, mate. So I reckon it's going to be a very, very competitive bidding situation, so I've started low. Okay, go on. Five cents, mate. But I'm prepared to go a lot higher and I'm prepared to stay on the phone all night. Why are you disrespecting me so? I'm not. I reckon this is going to be very, very competitive and I'd be absolutely mad to start off with my highest bid, which is highly substantial yeah. and, with, and shows a hell of a lot of respect for your soiled underwear. Thank you very much. And I'd like to say, don't ever blow your load too soon. OK, I'll remember that. It's funny you should mention that because Sammy X just told me something very interesting. Okay. I was just saying that I would definitely sell my underpants for $50. Well, let's not go down that route because what's going to happen is we're going to have every sweaty, heinous character from here to everywhere calling up, you know, trying to get their sweaty sausage fingers on your pants and we don't want to go there. However, you do raise an interesting point. Well, well also what I was thinking was not only does it make me a bit of extra money on the side, mm. it also means I don't have to do my laundry. Well, that was the reason I was thinking it. But then you've got, let's take this into account from a business point of view and let's not forget that my best mate started boosting juice so he knows a bit of, a bit about mm. cash yeah that's right didn't think I'd be also dropping boost juice. When no I woke one up this did. No, uh, but here's the thing: when I um, was in between jobs, and Triple M kindly gave me some work, I was that broke, and this was only a year ago, that I was buying my underwear from the reject shop because that's all I could afford. Well, that's sad. It is sad, but you know, therefore you understand the price of pants. So what I'm saying is. Even though we're talking jokingly, you don't just want to go, yeah, I'd sell them for five cents or 50 cents because you've got to go to the post office, get a padded bag. Yeah, I'm talking 50 plus postage. Postage and handling, handling, exactly. So realistically, insurance. insurance, Well, I don't know. No, I'm putting it insurance. They're very important. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we will open up the phone on this on one triple three five three. But really, realistically, and it is an uh, it is a real question: Would you actually sell your underpants to a prospective buyer? And what would be your you know bottom? I hate to use this. Your bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the phones have lit up already. Yeah, of course, people want to get in on this. You know, at they the, want some at the basement, pants. They want to get in on the basement level. So here is my question to you, and it's a legitimate question. Considering all of the hassle that you've got to get involved in to sell the damn thing, go to the post office, you know, like buy stamps, lick them, all that. <laughs> what? Oh, the stamps. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna say five bucks per pants for me. I'm saying fifty plus shipping. Fifty dollars. And in Marks and Spencer's underwear, so wow, not reject shop. Okay. Wow, you've got a high price on it. All right, <laughs> what do you got? One triple three five three. Gil, I'm looking for your pants, mate. You want to buy mine? Well, old mate rang up saying that he'd give you five cents, and he'll stay on the line because he reckons he wants them. I'll see his five, and I'll raise him ten, and yeah, I'll go fifteen cents, mate. I didn't realise we were in the middle of a bidding war here. This is like the Mark Zuckerberg of underpants. Mate, it's radio. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's so exactly let's make right. It happen. Hence the reason I was buying my pants from the reject shop after Triple M <laughs> sacked me the first time. All right, and if you were to sell yours, though, how much would you want per pair? Depends who wants to buy them. If it's some creepy dude, I'll sell them for a real high price. Yeah, if I it's didn't some take... hot-looking lady, I'll, um, you know, I'll, I'll take whatever she wants to give me. Don't sell yourself short, okay? You're not a charity case. Well, you know, I can always just... 
put another pair on and sell them the following week. I might even throw in a sock or two. <laughs> Far too much socks and violins in the world as it is. Hey, John, what have you got for me here? Uh, Phil, how are you, buddy? Good, buddy. Hey, listen, now, you mentioned uh, selling your underpants, right? Now, I think your underpants could come in very handy because I have a big rodent problem at my house, and I think that they could be the solution of getting rid of the rodents. Right. Now, what I'm offered to trade is, I think uh, five cents is pretty high. How about we trade uh, my daughter's Miley Cyrus album wow. for your underpants? I tell you what, if you use my underpants as a mousetrap, you'd be picking up the rat pack. <laughs> Phil, we're not getting into a bidding war here with that guy who rang up before, okay? No, no, no. I just want to let my offer still stands still, okay? I'm not a renegger. And I don't mind paying for postage, I'll just make that clear. But there's no way I'm going near handling, all right? <laughs> Scott! Hi, young Phil. I, I, I reckon you could um, definitely sell mine for $25 each, mate, because I'm okay. rather large downstairs. So use them as a, a shelter, use half of it, and, you know, rent the other half out. You're like the Salvation Army, but you've got weapons. Oh, yes, mate. Look, in, 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 anyway, if you need a tent, if you need a tent, it's a tent as well. Yeah, I'll leave it there. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> hey, Paul. How are you, Phil? I'm right, mate. What are you thinking? Um, well, I've got a proposal for you guys. Yeah? If you if you can find some pudgy little fingered sweaty fat man who wants to buy Sammy X's undies for 50 bucks, mm-hmm. I'll pay the 50 bucks for him. Yeah, because it would be you under another name, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got no idea what The Clash is singing about either. The bed wetter brought out. The electric kettle drum. The loco guitar brick. Got his guitar pick and thumb. As soon as the sheriff in the square. Charlene's on lightning. Rockin' the cash bar. Rock the cash bar. You may find this a bit disturbing. He held me. Go! Rubber Room.